And now, our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Ziggy. Joining me is the man behind the supercomputer himself, Tyler! I'm only programmed for one purpose, or two purposes, to kill Son Goku and to wear trucker hats. Exactly. And I'm all out of trucker <laughs> <Tyler>. hats. <laughs> We are Cinema Shot. Uh, we are still in the midst of going through all the Dragon Ball Z movies. I feel like we're at the halfway point now. Is that is that fair to say? For the original the films, halfway... yeah, we're about the halfway point right now. Yeah, because we are going to cover Resurrection F and uh, Battle of Odds, Resurrection F, and Broly, or Super Broly. So we'll be covering those as a bonus. Um, but in terms of the regular ones, we're halfway there, and now it's time for Dragon Ball Z Super Android 13. That's the wrestling reference. If you get it, I love you. If you don't, it's okay. Yeah, it's um, Okay, let's let's break it down before we break it down. Uh, this is directed by Kazuhito Kukuchi. It's a screenplay based on Tako Koyama. Um, star- and of course, uh, re- this was released July 11th, 1992, so this summer it'll be the 30th anniversary of Super Android 13, with the voice cast of Sean Schemmel as Goku, Stephanie Donnelly as Gohan, Christopher Sabat as Piccolo, uh, Sunny Strutt as Krillin, Eric, uh, is it, it's Vale, right? Eric Vale, yes. Eric Vale as Trunks, Christopher Sabat as Piccolo, Chuck Huber as Android 13, Chuck Rager as Android 14, Josh Martin as Android 15, Kent Williams as Dr. Giroux, Mike McFarlane as Mr. Roshia, Cynthia Kranz as Chi-Chi, Brad Jackson as Oolong, and of course our narrator is Kyle Herbert. Okay, so this movie I feel like gets lost in the ether a lot when you talk about Dragon Ball movies with the exception of one particular scene, but for the most part it didn't really capture, at least as a kid, I didn't remember hearing about this essay as much as Let's say Lord Slug or Return of Cooler. Yeah, the only um, real thing of this movie I saw as a kid, I haven't actually seen the movie myself until fairly recently. Um, I have a magazine uh, full of uh, a whole bunch of uh, Dragon Ball related things. Uh, and I recall seeing all the characters that were introduced in the anime and the manga at, at that point, And by that point, the manga was already done. So pretty much everybody at that point. And uh, the ones that caught my attention were three androids that didn't appear in the show proper. And I was like, what? This isn't real. Get out of here. And then I see Android 13 being playable in Tenkaichi 2, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is real. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think I maybe... Maybe, because I had a friend of mine who lived down the street from me who had a lot... I think he was a bigger Dragon Ball Z fan than most of us. He had this movie, because again, we didn't get, like, when it came out, like, for us officially. So I think I may have seen it there, but obviously it didn't stick with me until, like, I saw the Dragon Ball Z abridged, you know, their version of it years later. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, But yeah, Uh, so let's go ahead and and break break down the story. So... Seemingly peaceful day, and I honestly am. This glad actually this opens up with like uh, something that happens in, act- in the actual story, uh, with uh, yeah. Android Seventeen brutally murdering Doctor Giroux. But unfortunately, right. so uh, it it also reveals that uh, he pretty much built a supercomputer, which is confirmed in the story as well. The same supercomputer that was working on Cell for twenty years. Uh, and this right. supercomputer devises three more androids to deal with Son Goku. So where does this take place? Because, <laughs> like, 
They would have found them when they found Cell, okay. right? Because they, they, so yeah, they, 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 to, but they weren't according there. According to the wiki, it said, uh, the Dizenshu 6 states that this movie takes place after Dr. Jiro's death, but before Cell reaches his perfect form, which would take place before Goku brings the Saints to the hyperbolic time chamber. It also states that the events shown in Super Android 13 take place in another dimension. Okay, that, that makes sense. Okay. Alright, so, yeah, and, and I forgot that, like, I'll, for some reason we only see Android 17 murdering, um, uh, uh Dr. Jiro, uh, we don't see Android 18 at she, all. She makes it's a brief appearance. Like, uh, we don't see Android 16 or any of the heroes that are right near the doorway at that point. Right, there's a, yeah, which made me think, is this supposed to be Trunks' timeline? Because in Trunks' timeline, the heroes never found the androids, and it was... 17, and we're going to get to this when we get to that movie, Android 7, Androids 17 and 18, they were the ones who went Havoc, not 19 and 20, which is what we got. Um, numbers, kids, numbers. So yep. it was. I was a little thrown off, but once you get into it, uh, I'll tell you this, though. It was kind of nice because the last thing I remember watching of Dragon Ball was the Red Ribbon Army. Was Goku basically single-handedly destroyed the Red Ribbon Army? Yep, that's the only piece of OG Dragon Ball that you pretty much get in Z. Um, the only the only thing tying uh, original Dragon Ball together to this is the Red Ribbon Army, even though Dr. Jiro yeah. himself is only mentioned in Z. Yeah, he's never, he's, oh, he's never mentioned in Dragon Ball. Okay, okay. Um, interesting. Alright, so, uh, yeah, so that pretty much sets to Ominous, and we had the big-ass supercomputer, and I don't, it, it doesn't look like it's the same one as the one that, that was recuperating Cell, but they don't mention Cell at all here, but they also don't go back to the lab, so. Well, I mean. Um, Cell's probably. I mean, it only took it 20 a, years to make Cell in the first place, so, might as well just, uh, go with the, with the plan C, right? True. Man, it's too bad we don't get to talk about Cell <laughs> in these movies. We'll probably talk um, about it a bit in uh, BoJack. Oh, okay. There, there you go. Never mind. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've never seen that one. Um, so, yeah, after that kind of grim opening, we're pretty much treated to a very lighthearted, like, shopping trip where it's Goku, Chi-Chi, uh, Gohan, Oolong, Krillin, Master Roshi. They're all kind of shopping with the second party Basically, thought, thinking they were going to go see, I guess, what was it, the Miss Universe pageant? Yeah, um, uh, they were going to okay. go see Miss Australia and Miss Spain, which probably don't really uh, have a thing in Dragon Ball's lore. It's probably no. just a dub thing. And the idiots don't know how to read a schedule, so they were like, they were um, misinformed. Uh, Why is Trunks even there? Lot. He has a girlfriend in the yeah. future. Oh, yeah, Trunk. Trunks is here! Does he have a girlfriend? I don't even remember. Yeah, in Dragon Ball Super, um, he uh, starts to fling with Mai in the future. The kid from Dragon Ball? Wow, wait, doesn't isn't does that make... Is that pedophilia? Whatever, um, I'm not going to get into we'll it. We'll get to that um, when we get to Battle of Gods. Okay, uh, but yeah, Trunks is... I forgot Trunks... Like, I know I shouldn't say that, but yeah, you're Trunks, I forgot to mention Trunks is there because he's not... When I think of like those characters, Trunks is not... Trunks is, Trunks is the outlier, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but he's, he's just kind of just hanging out. He's kind of just hanging out, you know, because his dad's a dick. So like, I'm gonna go hang out with some nice people, and it's it was kind of nice just to see the characters like relax and it not be like an immediately stressful situation. Um, you know, I didn't realize how much of a shopaholic Chichi was. Um, like Jesus Christ. Well, it is um, a part of she... uh, her uh, regimen of making Gohan the ultimate scholar. 
because uh, it is True. for uh, summer school, according to the dub, at least. True, um, but like, how how does she? Aff- I just, I had the question running in my head. How the fuck do you afford this? Uh, you don't well, work- it does help that her father is the Ox King, one of the wealthiest men in the Dragon Ball universe. Oh. Is that a thing? I didn't know Ox King was wealthy. I thought he was just a super buff dude. Yeah, man. Uh, in original Dragon Ball, he had a castle full of treasure, and that's where uh, right. all his money came from. I didn't think that many yet. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'm getting off track. <laughs> um, so, uh, so basically, while this is happening, and we even get a cliche scene of Goku eating a shit ton of food, and I will not going back to Dragon Ball again. Never get to when Roshi actually has to pay the bill. It's forty six thousand dollars here. What? Um, That's a great. Uh, bit. So yeah, Goku. Yeah, it is a great bit. Uh, but Goku's eating a lot of food is typical. Um, in fact, Chi Chi even says you're gonna go obese if you ever stop training. Goku's never gonna stop training because he's never gonna go obese. Nope. God, I wish I could eat that much and just keep going, 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 going. But no. Um, uh, and in the meanwhile, uh, these other androids who I presume are androids 14 and 15. Yes. Um, and I'm going to look because I, Android, I should have looked this up. There we go. Android 14. Okay. So Android 13 is the, 15 is the small one. So we're joined by a relatively small android um, uh, who is, has like a really unique design to him. Yeah. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, and then we have Android 14, who kind of looks like a barbarian. I swear, these two characters felt like designs out of Dragon Ball. Yeah, these are definitely, um, Akira Toriyama back in the uh, mid-80s, early 90s. And these are probably designs yeah. that won't fly today. No, 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 no. They, 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 especially when you consider, uh, Android 19 and 20, and then even 17, 18, and 16, like, those all look like modern or like modern clothing or at least modern machines these guys just look like they they stepped out of a fantasy uh uh like they they stepped out of dragon quest let's be real here they stepped out of dragon quest to to offer to 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 kick some ass here um and they're basically have been charged with the 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 thing that android 17 18 were charged with but failed and 16 and 19 and dr jero himself um to kill some goku and they start wrecking shit um they they go to this um uh I guess it's a mall very a mall that's like a fucking like a a, a tower uh, I don't even know how to describe it uh, one of those big buildings you see in a, in a it's in a the diehard building yeah, exactly the World Trade Center um uh and God it's oh man what happens okay that makes it I shouldn't have called it that um uh, I do like the bit where they're walking past like this television like this electronics department I guess. And uh, third, uh, fourteen, he blows up all the TVs just by looking at them, and um, and fifteen, and like then they're walking to the counter, like, hey, you can't comply. They just immediately destroy the counter, and the poor man is like, I don't, he does not get paid enough to deal. He gets paid less to uh, enough to deal with rude customers, let alone to deal with superpowered androids. Um, and so this pretty much leads into our conflict, where now it becomes a fight between. Uh, the androids and Goku Trunks, uh, and unfortunately Krillin and Gohan are on the sidelines. Oddly, Gohan's on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, he's barely in point this where movie. There's a line... Yeah, there's a point where Gohan, where Krillin says, Gohan, we wouldn't stand two seconds against him. And I just want to look at him. You're, you're talking to Gohan, right? Go... You're you, didn't realize, you, do, you do realize that when he gets angry, he becomes way stronger than you, right? Right, he's, I mean, even besides that, and I just want to look at Krillin, what the fuck did you just say? Um, so, 
Yeah, it's pretty much, and they pretty much do the, 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 this is, this, okay, this is basically the Android Saga in one movie. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Uh, it's a more um, simplified version of it. Uh, even, and, uh, actually Goku does, uh, have a bigger role in this rather than in the actual story, because he was barely right, in the does... Android Saga at all. He was basically yeah, dying from a heart attack and, uh, training in the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, oh, cherry flavored. Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, it, it, it we have a nice com. That's pretty much the story. Uh, there's not really much. Uh, we'll talk about the fights afterwards because then Android thirteen shows up, and you know then we get the cult lines of dialogue. So let let's talk about Android thirteen itself. The 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 villain of the the, the main villain of the sprawl this movie. What it, what what do you got to say about Super Android or not Super Android thirteen, but just Android thirteen? Uh, his design is unique. Uh, he's pretty much a uh... Modeled after the stereotypical redneck trucker man. And uh, in the dub, they go way further than this. Because in the Japanese version, from what I've read, uh, he's pretty uh, emotionless. You know, because he's a robot. His, he's, um, his single purpose is to destroy Son Goku. And, you know, that's how far Dr. Jiro's uh, ambitions seem to go, as far as I'm aware. But in the yeah. dub, they make him so stereotypically Western... That no, not southern, dude. He's southern as fuck. He calls Goku boy. He's like, don't you, like, like he's southern. He's not western. Southern. He's southern. Sorry, that's no, good. Um, but like, he has like the twang. Like, don't like. There's there's a great line where Trunks is like talking down to him. He's like, you you Andrews just want to make his slaves take away our freedom. And um, I need to look up what the quote exactly is. Um, Pitiful humans. That, War segregation. Don't you talk down to me with your thirty dollar haircut? There you go. It is like that's and that's not a team four star bridge line. That is in the movie itself. It just just I need somebody to make an edit of. There probably already is one where where after he says that line, you have the oh, you know. I guess that is. I'll definitely do um, that later. He definitely has more personality than Cooler did have in the last movie. Oh yeah, he. In the dub, at least. Uh, if we were looking yeah. at the original, then he'd probably be on par with Metacooler. Probably. But, I mean, like, to me, it was it made him unique. I mean, granted, I think his design, at least in his first form, is pretty blah. It's it's not, it's okay. Um, and even in the second one, it's kind of like the opposite. It's like, okay, this is too much. But I do think when he was talking and, like, the amount of, like, it's time for an ass whooping boy. Like, just like that. Gave him enough personality where I guarantee you. Why wasn't he put in the fighters, goddammit? Why did we get eight different Gokus and we didn't get Android 13? Like, come on. Well, I mean, they recently cool. put him in Xenoverse 2, so that counts for something. Well, I guess I'll have to boot up Xenoverse 2, I guess. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, his cadences so, in this movie are pretty reminiscent of... Uh, of a WWE wrestler, if uh, you can make that connection, so that's no, yeah, for sure. Like him. He he that that line where like he tells about Trunks to start a haircut. That's a fucking wrestling insert promo. Like Trunks just cut a shitty promo, and then fucking uh, thirteen just dropped the mic on his ass. That's exactly what it is. Um, the uh, voice actor who I have right Chuck here, Huber. Chuck Huber, like definitely. Who where have I heard his voice sounds very familiar? Is it he a yeah, he's he he he's Garlic Jr. Okay. and he's Android Seventeen. I recognize because you can hear the Hiei in there. I love, which is like imagine Hiei with the a, a Southern accent. You can just hear it. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I liked him as a villain, and uh, I thought, especially considering the fighting was going back to its typical chink, 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 you know, dis- fat flash lines, I thought it was going to be bored. Like, no, I wasn't. I was I was enga- I was was actually more engaged because of Andrew 13. Yeah, it, the action in this movie is a bit more easier to watch than in uh, Return of Cooler, if it all makes sense. I mean, it right. is mostly uh, action, but it's, yeah. it's much easier to follow, and it's much more... Cons- uh, cohesive, I guess. Right. So let's talk about that. So um, initially, it's it's Goku. It's mostly Goku and Trunks uh, fighting against Android. Uh, the the two androids. Well, fourteen and fifteen. Um, fourteen and fifteen, and then Goku takes on thirteen by himself because, of course, he does. And then Trunks is left to deal with um, uh, both of them until, like, okay, where the fuck was Vegeta? Like, like. He was was he just in an ice mountain frozen somewhere? He got like, stuck. He just he just got stuck. Is that a DBZ, is that a DBZ joke? Tell me that is. No, nah, um, uh, okay. the DBZA joke is for thousands of years I lay dormant. <laughs> oh, that's what it. Okay, I was like, like he's just there. Like I get, I assume he was just training in the cold condition. And like to, to harden his body. That's something I think of. Yeah. Um. I do. I do like the battle setting though, because I think this is the first time we've gotten since. No, second. Uh, uh, this is the second time World since Strongest. Uh, World Strongest since uh, we've right. seen the Arctic thing, because we mostly see wastelands and Dragon Ball fights. That's what I'm saying. It's refreshing. Even then, that movie was still also like in a lab, so it wasn't completely outside. This one, it's like you know we got. Arctic seas and you know it, it was it was a nice change of pace considering what we've been through since since World Strongest, which is the high I think between us the most highly rated movie we've seen. Yes, um, but like I personally liked it when you have the typical pairing off. Goku takes on Andrew thirteen. Um, Vegeta takes on Andrew fifteen. Yeah, because God, he's, sorry because he's the only person in Dragon Ball that's shorter than he is. Yeah, he even calls him Little Man. You know, he even calls him that. Um, and, of course, Trunks takes on Android uh, Android, Android 15. 14. Um, Android 14. My bad! Say, listen, they don't name them. They're not named at all in the, in the in the thing except for 13, okay? So it's kind of hard to remember when they don't, when, like, they're not as memorable as the other characters. Yeah, it doesn't help that uh, in the original they barely speak at all. They do give them a few lines in the dub, but... Personality-wise, they're just kind of there. Exactly, yeah. But I do think the fights are entertaining. Like, they are typically... Like, there are a couple instances, especially between Goku and 13, where, like... Uh, I, I do my I think my favorite part of the fight, besides him getting... Goku getting punched in the dick, is 13 shoves his ass under the water, into the freezing Arctic water, and, like physically just starts beating the shit out of Goku. Like, that was nice. Yeah, that was a cool little sequence there. He even shoots the TH you know death bomb at him. The TH stands for Trucker called? Hat. Uh, you're, you're shitting me. No, that's a Dragon Ball Bridge joke. Okay, okay, I was like... <laughs> it's actually never called SS Bomber. Do... Oh, wow. Um, I do like that visual of his attack, though. It's really cool. But, like... Um, even, even, like, with Vegeta and, and, and Trucks fighting their guys, I, like, the fights itself were really, really good, but I really like how they ended it, especially, uh, Trunk, with Trunks, um, getting the anime swordsman, uh, treatment to, to his fight and his sequence. Yay. Uh, Vegeta does that first, although he punches them instead of just slicing him in half. 
Yeah, I love that. He punches him, and like uh, fifteen is like is laughing, ha 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 ha, and then and his, his head, head falls just off, falls off. Up. Yeah, I thought that was really comical. Uh, I I thought I thought it was really comical. Um, uh, let's see what else. And of course, you know, Trunk. Tr- I do like Trunks when he gets his finale off. He bleeds a little bit, and then and I honestly thought uh, fourteen would have swayed there. Like, no, he comes charging right at, at Trunks. And then he falls apart and blows up. I thought that was I thought that was neat. But I wish Trunks would have like sheathed this sword and, and you know then then it clicked. It would have been even more anime as fuck. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh, I feel okay. So after that, uh, then we pretty much get the uh, the transformation sequence from Android thirteen to Super Android thirteen. Um, how did you feel about this transformation? Oh boy, Super 13. Uh, there is a bit too much going on here. He's got the Vegeta do uh, for some reason. He's big and blue. I honestly don't know some, why. I do like reason. the justification uh, for uh, being a proto-Cell, though. Because uh, Cell is a creation of Jiro where... If he absorbs androids, then that's how he gains different forms and more power. 13 is the same way, although he uh, absorbs parts from 14 and 15 in order to gain this power. So, I thought, at the very least, him being a prototype of Cell is interesting. Although, the form itself, it's just Broly uh, version uh, version beta at this point. Yeah, um, I feel like if you got rid of the silver, like the shoulder pad, like, or even the silver across his stomach and his chest, get rid of that so you have his body blue and then you only have the silver pauldrons. Because I, I think he does look intimidating, especially in certain shots. Like There's a moment where like he's breaking Vegeta's back uh, and then like absolutely... Like, Gives him the Bane treatment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Android 13 is really visceral and they do not let up once he starts going yeah he re- he really lets up on the violence factor especially in the most infamous shot in the movie where he uh, brutally punches goku in the dick yeah i do love there's a moment where um the all the all the fighters are like pick oh by the way piccolo's here um um well, him hanging for... out in the arctic makes more sense than vegeta in all honesty he doesn't True, have a place to live you... Yeah, exactly. Pickle Vegeta's technically supposed to be married at this. No, he's just with Bulma. He just had sex with her that one time, um, and uh, but like Piccolo's just kind of. It feels weird that Piccolo's even here. Like, oh yeah, oh, for, oh we forgot to add Piccolo. Put Piccolo in the movie. Um, you know, he doesn't really do much. I feel like this is the least contribution that Piccolo has made in a movie. Yeah, I mean, he does. German suplex Super Andrew 13. At least try to, to uh, because, get, but he's way bigger than he is, so he couldn't sell it he, as well. I mean, he gets him off the ground, so I'll give him that credit um, uh, to prevent Super Andrew 13 from shooting Goku, but like, it just feels like maybe we didn't need that. That probably could have been Trunks or Vegeta, but um, but it is, it, you know, I shouldn't be talking because it's nice to see Piccolo. Piccolo's a great character. Yeah. Um, it just felt odd. Um, but yeah, uh, did you, let me ask you this, when you first saw this, the, the image, the, 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 the scene where Goku is, by the way, Goku's a Super Saiyan when, uh, he is grabbed and gets punched in the dick. That's how you know 
getting punched in the dick, it hurts because it powers you down from a Saiyan, a Super Saiyan to a regular Saiyan. Yeah, man. Even in real life, getting punched in the nuts that hard would uh, take down anybody. Like, when I was a kid, I took uh, Taekwondo classes, right? And uh, uh-huh. there was a point in sparring where I got kicked in, in the groin so hard that I actually reeled back and quit those classes. So, oh, yeah. I, I feel I, that. Uh, it's funny. Uh, like, um, it's a. It's I imagine that if this movie was canon, Goten wouldn't be canon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my, I have I have one kicked in the dick story, although it was a baseball. Um, I was, and then I have one that I witnessed that's just too funny uh, in high school. So when I was a kid, I played t-ball, uh, and I was the catcher because I'm a fat. I, then I was a fat piece of shit. Now I'm a fat piece of shit. No. So um, I'm usually behind the plate, catch the ball, throw it back, whatever. And for the, I can't remember why, because I was like five, six years old at the time. They wanted me to play pitcher. And for anybody who's never played t-ball, uh, pitcher doesn't do anything in t-ball. You're kind of just there and you fake throw the ball. So then the kid knows, okay, now you can hit the ball, right? Um, so I do that and then the uh, the ball comes right, right, hits me right in the nuts. Oh, my God. Pee- nuts. Yeah, so I was... I was out. I'm pretty sure I quit baseball after that. I'm like, I I was crying because I'm like, that's that's normal. Um, yeah. And then so <laughs> it's getting hit in the nuts is not fun, kids. Um, and then the other one I remember is, is I was in high school. I was hanging out with some friends, and one of my friends was like doing this weird arm motion, and as he brought like a windmill, and as he brought his arm down, like going back around. My friend, another friend of mine, came from behind him and got clonked right in the nuts, and it wow. was just and and it was like, what happened? Like you hit him in the nuts. I didn't mean to hit him in the nuts. It was just like, oh my, it was too funny. That's a fucking was, Simpsons joke right there. I'm gonna fly my arms, and if you run into it, it'll be your fault. Exactly. Um. So, uh, is there any tidbits that I miss, my guy? Um, not really. The only other one is in the climax when Goku, um pretty much uh, does a last-ditch effort and prepares a spirit bomb against Super 13. Yeah, which that's that's par for the course in, in these movies. Though it's a little um, interesting in this instance because he doesn't chuck the thing at him like normal. He absorbs the energy from the spirit bomb in his Super Saiyan state and uses it uh, as an amplifier to deal the finishing blow to 13 that way. Which is neat at the very least. And they actually do uh, reference this in Dragon Ball Super, and when uh, Goku gets hit by a Universal Spirit Bomb, and that and activates his Ultra Instinct. So that's neat, at least. Yeah, it is cool. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time to go to the ratings board. Um, Tyler, how many Dragon Balls out of five do you give Dragon Ball Z Super Android Thirteen? Um, I will give this. A two and a half star. I know that's not a real Dragon Ball number, but, you know, I'm sticking to my guns on this one. This is the rating I'm giving it. I can't exactly give it a two. Um, if I was watching the subversion, then that would definitely be the case. But the dub is so much more entertaining uh, because of all the ridiculous lines that they give these characters that it just boots up to a half rating for me. Otherwise, it's just kind of a serviceable uh, Dragon Ball movie with... A few 
interesting but probably questionable designs of the three new androids. Uh, 13 being the most interesting of the bunch. Um, the action is exhilarating, although it, it does kind of drag a bit at the end. And um, it's just the basic part for the course Dragon Ball story, in all fairness. Yeah, I'm going to give it a solid... I'm going to agree with you, two and a half. Um, no, I think it's better than Cooler's Revenge, that's for sure. Yeah. This one was a lot more fun. Um, I like the action a lot more. It was nice to see Trunks for the first time, um, you know, in, in these movies. Um, and uh, and again, I do think in the dub version, having giving Andrew 13 that southern twang to him definitely made him more memorable than Cooler in the last movie, or even some of the other villains that we've seen. Like, Tur- I would definitely, like, Turles, I think, is only memorable because, like, it was the first one we saw. Like, that's the only reason why he stuck around um, so, in people's memories. Um, definitely a good time. Definitely. Now, I, I think there's other ones you would rather watch, but like if you had to watch this one, you're not gonna you're not gonna hate your 45 minutes. Yeah, um, you'll have a much better time than Return to Cooler. I'll guarantee ex- that for sure. Exactly. All right, uh, Tyler, what is up <laughs> next week? What do we watch next week? All right, we're finally here, boys. When Broly? Oh, no. Now Broly. Next week oh. we'll be looking at Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan. The first of a trilogy that will probably either be extremely divisive among the fan base. Oh, no. All right. Okay, I'm excited for this one. Okay. Uh, And tell the wonderful people where they can find you, buddy. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTy. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. Also, in my Twitter, you can uh, look up uh, my code for Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, which Shadow dropped uh, earlier this week at the time of this recording. Um, play card games in Maine. It'll be fun, I promise. And uh, you can follow me at twitter.com slash MarvelousIggy. Uh, I stream live at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814, where I stream four times a week at Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And, uh, of course, you go to Chargers.com for this episode, as well as our flagship show, the Chargers Gamescast, and, of course, the Wrestling Watch Longs that I do with Thomas on a weekly basis. Uh, those have always been fun, so go check those out. Um, and, of course, uh, that's going to do it for next time. We'll see you all next week for Broly! Raw! Until next time, guys, keep beating. I don't... Uh, keep trucking. There you go. Is it over? Not until the fish jumps. It's over. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.